Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's another Melchester Odyssey. We are approaching the very end of the book. The best of Roy the Rovers the nineteen eighties. After that, we move on to the issues that came out subsequently. If you can get your hands on copies of them, um, good luck with that. We might actually be able to just um, scan them in and be, put them on a website. Yeah, because I'm going to be scanning them sent to you anyway, so we can always put. Yeah, them. there's some there's some great um, websites like that. I did an article in the Independent like uh, fucking quite a few years ago now about how there were art, like magazine archivists yeah. who just had set up word presses where they just painstakingly scanned in mm-hmm. their collection of magazines from when they were young. Yeah. So someone had yeah. done it with Smash Hits. Someone had yeah, done it. Smash Hits are up there. There yeah. was 90s ones where someone had done Select. Remember that? That was a good mag. Oh, really? Yeah, and like someone that, else yeah. had done Melody Makers. And I interviewed them all just about, you mm. know, what drove them to do it and blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's a thing. It is a thing, and I sort of think of it. It is if if people can be bothered doing it, it's a service. I don't know what the copyright issues are, but to be honest, most publishers are useless on this stuff. They're like, <laughs> no, they yeah. are. They like, they, you know, they've got the thing about these publishers, these magazine publishers, right? They've all crumbled now because the print business is gone. Mm. But they've got fucking archives of original IP, like ideas amazing fucking things I mean we've talked loads about our love of magazines yeah. and comics right and it's and it can be reused in a million and one different fucking ways but they're like mm, no one's buying magazines anymore oh well let's shut up shop <laughs> yeah Never we could mind. try launching another magazine just in case just in case it's not that people have gone off magazines they just don't have magazines about what they want oh I know people like TikTok let's do a magazine about TikTok sort of fucking thing they do so I know yeah yeah take Hello. the fucking millions of fantastic articles and pictures that your company has already invested fucking millions of pounds in the, over the years and are just sitting there collecting dust and bring them to life in other ways they don't, and so it it, it is uh, left to passionate readers to fucking mm. scan them in themselves and put them online oh, so yeah. we can all look at it. Yeah. So it's like your Argos catalogue scanners. 
if I was exactly. if I was Sir John Argos, I would be taking all those old Argos catalogues, and I would be releasing them as books at Christmas. Yeah, I would yeah, be yeah. doing Hollywood film deals around them. You mm-hmm. can easily turn an Argos catalogue. I mean, they've made the Bible into a film. Why can't they make yeah, an Argos catalogue into a film? Yeah. yeah, you could cast. You could have Julia Roberts playing the woman who's using the foot spa. Yeah. <laughs> You could have Will Smith and his family doing, being the family who are like playing a kaplunk with each other. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Course, Think about yeah. it, right? Um, so there's I mean, lots would of you ways. would you pay ten pound to have access to a year's worth of Roy the Rovers in an easy to use online format? Of course, you fucking of course. Would. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, not going to uh, ask you to say on air how much you spent on your Roy the Rovers archive that you bought on eBay. I think you did tell me, but um, it was more than £10. Well, it, yeah, it was probably about 40 quid for a year's worth, mm. which works out at about 75 pence an issue. Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? It's not bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would subscribe to it. I would subscribe if if some, if some the if the NME or The Face or even mm. Loaded, actually, from the, from the classic early years, like, were putting shit out in that form yeah I'd, I'd fucking invest in it I mean we can't monetize them ourselves because we don't run the copyright but... well that's it that's all I'm saying the reason I bring all this up is it, like if you scan it in and put it up online even if you don't monetize it watch out because even though they're doing this is the original point I was making I suppose even though they're doing fuck all with it they will stu- they'll nevertheless spot you doing it for no yeah. money and go yeah. take that down it's our property. <laughs> You're like, look, I'm yeah, doing you a fucking cunts. favour, lads. Because no, every cunt's forgotten about this if it weren't for me scanning them in. Well, that's the thing. I mean, with the book, it could be argued that we've promoted sales of it. But then if we're just scanning in issues and putting them out for nothing on Twitter or whatever. We've earned, we've earned the yeah. right to do that. They could give us the right. Are you saying that Roy the Rovers belongs to us now? Is that what you're saying? I think so. I mean... <laughs> At the very least, if they do a volume two of the 80s comics, because this only goes up to the end of 1982 and you've got all these other ones, and this isn't even the best bit. I mean, it does have Who Shot Roy Race, which is good. It's a, yeah, Don't get me wrong, it's a good book. We spent a year and a half reading it together. It's got to be decent, right? <laughs> but what you've got to understand is it's not even the best bit of Roy Race in the 80s. You don't get to Bazran, which no. if, let's just say with Bazran, I don't want to give a lot away, but if you know, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those situations. Bazran, never forget. Those would be well, great T-shirts. Those would be really great T-shirts. <laughs> Remember Bazran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boycott I, Bazran. I, I, yeah, I'm not buying my oranges from there anymore. Um, the, the the thing that was the most shocking thing for me in Roy the Rovers in the 80s was when he signed for fucking Walford Rovers. Yes, it's exactly. And he turned out in the blue. The light blue of Walford. fucking Judas it was worse than when Sol Campbell signed for Arsenal definitely that's where Sol got the idea from he was reading it when he was a kid he was like yeah I like the sound of this I'm going to fucking pull a stunt like this controversy (laughs) he was shortlisted to be Sunderland manager mate yeah he was but then who wasn't I think I was at one point no no I think I read he was on the shortlist was he well, but I think he was he, about fifth or sixth on the list. Uh, 
But I don't, I don't know. I think I, he comes across as quite arrogant and therefore quite difficult to work he with. He comes across as slightly unusual, doesn't he, Saul yeah, Campbell? he does. I don't know how I, to quite... He's I like don't a, mean he's, that in a bad way. Yeah, he's quite... I'm, I would find dealing with him difficult, yeah. communicating with him. But yeah. he might be a great manager. He might be. Well, that's One day. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Shall we get get on with this um, yeah. Roy the Rovers thing? So it says at the top, there's always a little bit of a, um, a preview of what's to come. And it's in speech marks. And it says, well, Mr. Logan, is Kenny staying with Rovers or going home with you? And this is where we'll find out what the future of Kenny Logan, the 18-year-old, let's not forget, yeah. who is a grown Again, man. The adult, the fully rights, pubic male. Fully pubic, ginger pubic Scottish man uh, who can do anything he wants to do, but his dad wants him to go back to Scotland and be an estate agent. You know, I'll in the, the olden little... days, until like the 70s, they didn't have youth team, under 23s, all of that. They mm. just had fully pubic and no yeah. pubes. No, no, that fully pubic, yeah. semi pubic, and the kiddies team was no pubes. The reserves were semi pubic, weren't they? The reserves were semi pubic, yeah. And they'd be like, and the results from the Tuesday night semi-pubic league. Semi-pubic conference. Sp- <laughs> sponsored by Ryman's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how they organised it back then. Sponsored by Gillette. <laughs> um, so the little square at the beginning that tells us what's going on says, uh, after helping to trap the man who had tried to kill him, <laughs> trap him. Ah, Didn't, do you want me to help you trap that man? Um, no, I can do it. We are police officers, Mr. Yeah, Race. It wasn't We're, it, was it? Trapping is is not really how we go about it. Oh, no, don't worry. I'm quite experienced at trapping people. I've got a load of different systems we can use. Mr. Race, this is not quite in the spirit of, <laughs> of, poli- of ordinary police work. Right. Let's not forget. I was going to say, let's not forget that Elton Blake handed himself in and he was in that uh, questioning room of his own volition. Great, I trapped him. I trapped the cunt. Have you got one of them blankets, you know, like what you chucked over the Yorkshire Ripper when you got him? I'll throw it over him and then I'll sit on the cunt. Trapped! (laughs) I've never trapped a man of you. or I've never trapped trapped a man. I've I've trapped an animal. Like my cat. Yeah, we've all trapped it. animals. I've trapped yeah. my cat in its basket when it's got to go to the vet. You've got to yeah. trap it. They're not going to go in there uh, out from their own free will. But I've, I've tra- never trapped. I've never trapped a human. I trapped my cat once when he was in the attic. He'd managed to jump up the hatch into the attic and he wouldn't come down. <laughs> and I tried to grab him, not trap him, grab him, yeah. and he fucking scratched right up my arm, right next to the bit. Next to me wrist, you know where yeah. if you were going to do a suicide attempt, yeah. you would kind of do it there. Oh, so I've mate. got a big scar down yeah. there next to the vein, which looks like a failed wrist slashing incident. Oh, fuck it was you actually, That's it was horrible, Zig- mate. It was I... Ziggy the cat. So after that, I went up there in the attic with him with a cardboard box and put him in, put the cunt in the box, trapped, trapped him. It. Right, cunt. I was trying to be nice, but now you're getting trapped. I've got to trap you. <laughs> I didn't want to have to trap you. But now, Daddy's gone a trapping. I thought I was going to just grab you and we sort this out, but no, it's trapping time. Man to cat, Lake, but no. 
But of course, he's a cat, so he got into the box gladly. He's quite happy. Yeah, fucking love uh, boxes. I we I had this cat called Harry when I was a teenager, and it went missing. You know, when you first get a cat, I don't know if you experienced mm. this, but sometimes they fuck off for a while. Yeah, and and you get a bit worried. Have you ever had mm. that where they just fuck well, off? Well, Ziggy, who I had, we only, he only lived for a year, but he did in that time fuck off for three days. Yeah, so he had it. But coming. He, could, he used to he used to come back of a night stinking yeah. of fags. So yeah. he, he was obviously off in another house where they smoked. Or he was just off smoking on street corners. Or he was corners. off smoking in the bush shelter with the other cats, yeah. Um, this cat, he disappeared and he was gone for a long time. We were getting really worried because he was only just past kittenhood. Like, you have to keep him in to begin with. Yeah. And we could, and we put all the signs up everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, cat missing. Have <laughs> you seen our cat? Alert! <laughs> Local alert! <laughs> Emergency! Our cat's missing! Life or death! Missing presumed dead <laughs> Dead in massive letters <laughs> Please prove us wrong Please defy our assumptions Here here are four, four, four photographs of him One leaping One sleeping One with his toys And one with his dinner <laughs> His name's Harry I named him after Harry Redknapp The West Ham assistant manager True story. <laughs> uh, anyway, in the end, one night, on a Friday night, I heard some meowing. Now, I can't remember if I've ever mentioned this to you before, but this may impress you. My house that I grew up in was next door to Island Records, the legendary <laughs> record label. How is that even possible? I know, you it's can't incredible, have a house. Next door to a record company. It's incredible. That's, it's incredible. I can't even envisage it. That's what amazing. It, what it is, is right. How has it <laughs> taken two and a half years for you to tell me that? I know. Well, of these podcasts. What else have you got? Sounds a bit showing off sort of thing. I don't like to show off too much about it, but no, I would. It, it is oh. true that um, it's a, basically it's a tiny, it's like an alleyway, right? It's in Hammersmith. And right. it goes down from the main drag down to the A4 motorway. So right at the bottom, I don't, I'm giving people fucking too much data here, but there's there's but where, where you used to live. Yeah, my my mum's my mum's house is right there by the motorway. One of those houses, when you're driving along the motorway, you see it perched on the side of the motorway, and that's where I used mm. to do my digging. Right, but the rest of the further up the alleyway, at the top of the alleyway, is the flats where Pancho lived. But in mm. the middle, there's a narrow part, and it's the goods delivery um, depot, right? Yeah. For Island Records. Island Records. Island Records, the front door is on a big grand square around the corner where the very big fancy houses are, right? Mm. And that's the entrance to Island Records. But the tradesman's entrance, so to speak, yeah. was in the same road as Pancho from the Flats and, and us, right? Fucking hell. And that, that's where the trucks would arrive and deliver, like, records and shit like that, right? Yeah. And this is also true. So we saw, didn't we? I once met Misha Paris in the street. Around the trade presenters. Well, I knew... We got... Me and my mate, Darren, who's the one I went digging with, we used to just hang yeah. around in that alley, kicking the ball about and that, and he was a right gobshite, worse than me. And he <laughs> was like a... He was like a rat. He was like a little like a rat boy, right? And he'd go and talk to any cunt. He was like, "All right, what are you doing in there? What kind of? Can I have a fucking job? 
right? All that sort of stuff. So he got to know, like, some of the younger lads would be hanging around out the back smoking and stuff like that, and we'd be kicking the yeah. ball around, get to know. Misha Paris come down the road, one of the lads I knew, fucking introduced me to her. I'm there about 14, <laughs> having a five-minute chat with Misha Paris. But the best thing, which Hello, I was... Misha Paris. Oh, I'm Misha Paris. I'm Misha Paris. I'm Sam. Can I be a singer and all? Right. Um, uh, but my brother and his mates claim, but I do believe them, that they saw the Whalers, not mm-hmm. Bob, but I guess Bunny Whaler, Peter Tosh, all the other lads. The remaining Whalers, yeah. Right. All having a kickabout in the alleyway down my mum's road. Yeah, well, it done because they played football all the time, didn't they? Yeah. And it, that was their thing. And it said, that, it said they, they, they did more football than they did reggae. Yeah, that's what people say about that's in the legend. <laughs> Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jalapeño. But anyway, in this warehouse, there was one there was one part of it. It was a lot like it was a long like number of different sort of units, so to speak. Yeah. And one of them was just the main warehouse where they had a forklift truck and everything mm. with like loads of records and all sorts of paraphernalia. And on a Friday night, I heard a mewing. Mew, mew, mew. And by this stage we'd given up. We thought he is dead. And I said to my mum, I've I've heard a cat. And I said, it probably isn't Harry, because, you know, Harry is missing, presumed dead. The fucking whalers have got him! (laughs) 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 It's either them or that fucking Misha Paris. (laughs) (laughs) She had her fucking crafty eye on him. (laughs) Probably in the market for a cat, wouldn't she? And she's fucking nicked out. An accent, but yeah, the wheel has got him. Instead of fucking buying their own fucking cats, I mean, I'd imagine they can afford it. The dough they're getting out of the reggae. Everyone's <laughs> listening to it these days. They must be minted. My attitude is buy your own fucking cat, you cunts. No, they need to fucking steal one. No need to steal a cat, lads. You must be fucking coining it every time what I switch doing, on Jamaica, the radio. Is it? All I can fucking hear is Buffalo Soldier this and fucking <laughs> is this love three little birds that fuck me <laughs> you should have cats coming out your ears <laughs> we're just normal humble folk <laughs> you can right. open your own fucking cattery you bastards <laughs> no but you have to cover my cat don't you 
I heard this mewing. That's what it's about, isn't it? Psychological thing. Yeah. It's not like about Steve. having a cat. It's about putting one over you. Yeah. And I fucking, my mum said, right, get in there over the fence, right? She didn't say, oh, well. She went, get get over that fence because there were metal gates to stop people breaking into it. Climb over them and then get up there, right? Get up mm-hmm. into the rafters. So I climbed over and I think I sort of climbed up on boxes and shit until I got as high as the rafters. And sure enough, Harry was up there, lost. <laughs> I don't, he can't have been there the whole time because he would have died. He must have been being fed. So I don't know what the backstory of the two weeks was, but he was up there. They never and tell you, do they? I had my bit. No, we had a bit of secretive creatures. I had a bit. I had my big winter coat on, and I had to really stretch. And it was. It was. I was sort of like I was um, wobbling. Like I could have gone yeah. down. I could have died. This story is entirely designed not to brag about living next door to Iron Records, but mainly to show that I am a hero. Because you a cup. I, I reached. No, it wasn't a trap. It was a grab. And okay. like if your experience, he he sort of wrestled with me a little bit, but he was quite weak. And so I mm. grabbed him one-handed more firmly than I would have wanted to. But when you're only operating with one hand, because you're using the other hand to steady yourself, yeah, do what you can, you, yeah. you've yeah. got to grab. you just got to think, it might hurt a bit, but I've got to fucking grab him. So I grabbed him and I dragged him. And then I thought, how am I going to climb down? And I managed to shove him in the pocket of my puffer jacket that I was wearing <laughs> and then closed the lid of the pocket on him. And he was like... <laughs> and I was like, you brought this on yourself, mate, hanging around all these rock stars. I'm going to see you, Sam. I know. Don't give me that. You fucking sailed too cl- You flew too close to the sun, you cunt. You fucking... <laughs> we took you in. Right, and you could have had a lovely domestic life just as a normal cat in the bosom of a loving family. But the moment you got a whiff of a bit of showbiz, right? Yeah. The moment you see your fucking Peter Toshes, your Misha Parises of this world, who knows? What about <laughs> the other island artists? Of to- Don't forget, Robert Palmer was an island records client as well. Fucking hell, yeah. Right? And, you know, imagine how impressed my cat would have been if he'd seen him fucking sashaying down the alleyway in his nice designer suit. Suave cunt. Yeah. Now, he's the sort of man well, who's going to make any cat's head turn. On, didn't didn't Robert Palmer do a song called Sneaking Sally Down the Alley? Wow. It would have been about my alley. Sneaking Sally through the alley, Robert Palmer. Yeah. It would be about your alley. Yeah. Sneaking Sally through the alley is the debut solo album by Robert Palmer released in 1974. It was on Island Records, so of yeah. course it was his debut. He probably had to go in the tradesman's entrance because he wasn't established. He wasn't big enough yet. So that's They'd probably have been like, about... The, the front door's for Clapton and Marley only. Yeah, yeah. Palmer, tradesman's entrance. And the lyrics, sneaking Sally through the alley, trying to keep her out of sight, sneaking Sally through the alley, when up pops the wife. Oh, Robert. Oh, <laughs> filthy oh, bastard. Did you ever yeah. see him on Star Test? He was a terrible sexist. No, I didn't. I wonder if that's on YouTube. That was a great show, wasn't it? I remember really well watching Star Test and him coming on it one day. And I'm thinking, oh, get Robert Palmer. He's good. I like him. And then he was just so relentlessly sexist, but in a way that, a smirking way, that he'd obviously yeah. decided, I'm going to make everything I say really sexist because that's funny. Yeah. And I was like genuinely a bit shocked by it. And went off him a bit after that, but it, fucking it, hell. Who'd have thought that the bloke had done that video of all the sexy birds? All the sexy be a birds being his band. 
<laughs> I thought he was the opposite of sexy. He gave me all those birds a chance to play the instruments. There appears to be no record of that episode on YouTube. Star Test was a great series, though. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? loads of them. Peter Gabriel, bring that back. Stephen Fry, Kim Wilde, Wendy James, Bernard Sumner, Julian Clary, Julian Corp, Kim Appleby, Betty Boo, Wayne Hussey from The Mission, Warhol, Martin Fry from ABC. Yes. Oh, mate. this is my night sorted out. Star are these Test all on fun. YouTube, are they? They're all on YouTube, yeah. Wow. They seem to be the only ones on YouTube. And then we get yeah. down to... I'm going to watch them tonight oh, and my good wife. She likes that. Yeah. We'll get through a few of them. Uh, yeah. French and so, Saunders did a funny spoof of it, didn't they, they where did. they were bros? They did. Oh, yeah, they did. Right, we're 22 minutes into this episode, Sam. Have we um, done anything about the story? We've, we've, we've got, after helping to trap the man who had killed him, we've got the first line in that square at the beginning. I'm afraid we're going to have to abandon this episode. There's right. no chance whatsoever that we've got... Um, any hope of getting through it so it's it's one of those where we tried we tried to I get into uh, it but there was I no way I can't remember anything we've spoken about we've well it, it was about trapping oh, trapping yeah, animals trapping. lovely trapping uh, and then you having as, a fight as, with your cat and it almost killing you and then right. me having a suspected catnapping by the whalers Roy trapping Elton Blake um, any other stories about your time at Island Records that you've got? I've got a, a few actually. I'll think about. I mean, they're, they're almost like <laughs> there was a daily story. Like every day there was an interaction, but I became so blasé about it. Do you know what I mean? Fucking... It's where I lived most of my life. Was there no Grace Jones? Grace Jones. Didn't, I don't remember seeing Grace Jones. I do she remember. She would have gone in the back way. I do remember getting really excited because I saw Adrian Edmondson once. Ooh. And I, or at least I thought it was him, and I was obsessed with the young ones and Vivian in particular. Because when you were a kid, you thought Vivian was the funniest, Vivian's didn't you? Because he was one, so yeah. mad. Well, yeah. Of course, it's not Rick's the best one. Rick's the best you one, obviously. But when you're a kid, you sort of think, "Oh, Rick's a right cunt," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah. that's the point, dickhead." <laughs> <laughs> right. but Vivian's you mean, the Vivian, best because he smashes stuff up. He's always putting his head through the wall and that, <laughs> and he's got an hamster. Um, <laughs> I want yeah. to be when I grow up. Um, yeah, and I'd always be doing Vivian impressions. And I was yeah. so excited by seeing him, or who I thought was him, go inside mm. the offices. I oh, I actually stood outside sort of shouting out Vivian-isms, hoping that he would come to the window. Yeah, and join the, the, in. The thing is, it probably wasn't even Adrian Emerson, so I just looked <laughs> double fucking mad. Yeah, it's probably some blood thing. Oh god, there's someone thinks I'm Adrian Edmondson again. This happens all the fucking <laughs> oh, time. Happens. He's doing the impressions of Everywhere Vivian I from go. the young ones. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, it's some more. So, yeah, th- this is the. Um, I think this is the last Melchester episode of the year, and we've ended the year not actually covering any of the Melchester. Well, stuff that's befitting of this whole that's series, isn't happens. it? Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, this we'll is be back. We'll on... finish it next time. I reckon is next it... time we could set ourselves the ambition of actually getting to the end. We have got um, one and three quarters of a story left. Now we got then... two. We got two. We got nothing done at all in this one. No, we got the first square done, didn't we? Yeah, that's not that's not a quarter. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> fuck all. We got the we're first line do... of the square done. We're that's now. We're going to do two stories in one episode next time. No, we're not. Oh, nah, fuck. you're right. 
Fuck that. All right. Well, that's right. It. this one's due to go out. We're recording this a couple of weeks prior. It's due to go out on New Year's Eve. Yeah, so, it might be whatever. 2021 by the time you listen to this. So get in touch and let us know what the future's like because we're, do, we're recording this and it's not even nearly Christmas yet. I mean, it is... Mm. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you cunts. It's the 9th of December we're recording this. So try yeah. and get your fucking nuts around that if you can. So if, you if, futuristic if dickheads. If anything's happened of note over the three weeks since we've recorded this, if anything's happened involving the Wheelers or Robert Palmer's <coughs> ghost or Grace Jones... The estate um, of Peter like, Tosh. Like Apologise for anything that we might have said. Oh untoward. God! Can you imagine if next year's Pharmacy Gate is Whaler Gate, and I go Ooh. to war with the way, with the surviving members of the way? Mind you, I don't think many of them are alive. I'd go to war with Grace Jones. I fucking wouldn't. She'd but fucking only, knock, un, knock the shit out of me. In, fucking. Seeing yeah, what I she would... did to Russell Harty, mate. Yeah, that was forty years ago. Yeah. Have you seen um? You know, like, she attacked Russell Harty. Did she... Am I getting my chat show fights muddled up here and entangled with one another? But did she have a fight with Emu? No. I'm getting muddled up, aren't I? You've you've taken two notable chat show incidents. You've conflated them there. Yeah. Uh, Emu attacked Parkinson. So... uh, Jones attacked Harty. Grace Jones has never had any interaction with Emu publicly. Not as far as I'm aware. Okay, I could look again right. on YouTube. But, um, oh, I'll tell you what, though. For 2021, yeah. for a top night out, uh, this is the night before my birthday as well, Hyde Park. You've got Duran oh, Duran on yeah. Hyde Park, supported by Sheik and, and Grace, Grace Jones. Jones. Yeah, It's amazing. And my wife Ooh. spotted this already and said, let's go. But last year we went to Stevie Wonder, supported by Lionel Richie, which on the face of it, you know, should be... Sounds great, yeah. But the thing is, I don't know if you've ever been to a gig in Hyde Park, and I might be being a bit stiff here. Oh, no, I don't like it. It's too crowded. But (laughs) it is not the best venue for a gig, Hyde Park. Is it It, not? It's a bit horrible. It's a bit horrible. The sound's not great. I've seen you order there. They have amazing acts. I've been to mm. a few different things there, but every time I go, I always go, I oh, don't think I'll go to that again. But then mm. you end up going back because they have amazing fucking yeah. artists there that lure you back. Yeah. But uh, To I, be honest, I, I think July 2021, it's going to be more about just the idea of being outdoors being out. a gig yeah. with people. Um, it's not a bad lineup, is it? I've seen Sheep twice. I've seen Sheik twice, and they're two of the best gigs I've ever seen. Yeah. I've just got tickets for Manchester in September for Heaton Park, uh, New Order, supported by Hot Chip and Working Men's Club. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, you mentioned Working Men's Club before, and I've got quite into them now. Never really been that keen on Hot Chip, but Working Men's Club are like, yeah. That's going to be a good day out, but it's just something to look forward to, isn't it? So this is New Year's Eve when you should be listening to this, and we're on the cusp of 2021, where hopefully everything will get good again. You've got to have things to look forward to in life. I've just Googled <laughs> Grace Jones' Emu YouTube, and there's the Grace Nothing Jones' there. party interview. Must be um, a dream. And she sings Love is the Drug as well. Uh, and then after that is Rod Hull, Emu and Parkinson. Uh, four years apart. There's no... Okay. All right, well, I'll carry on doing some digging. It might have not the, um, actually been captured on camera, but I'm, the, I've got a sense that they the, have interacted. All right. The third result on YouTube is Grace Jones gives Tom Jones her knickers. <laughs> I'll be watching that later on. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Grace what did Jones. you say your name was again, sweetheart? 
Great, is it? Lovely name. And these are your knickers, are they? Great. Well, all the best. Chris Jones gives Tom Jones her knickers. Are we related? Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Here are my knickers. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. It's at the GQ Men of the Year Awards. And that must have yes. been the award. Chris Jones's knickers. And the winner of Best Jones's knickers is this Tom year? Jones. <laughs> You captured the voice of GQ perfectly that's <laughs> I know, that's how everyone associated with GQ speaks. <laughs> right, that's right. And now the award for best cufflinks of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now the award for best watch that costs more than £27,000. <laughs> and the award for smallest penis goes to <laughs> all of us. Harry. Once again, Daniel Craig. <laughs> Right, that's it from this one and from this year on the Melchester Odyssey. We'll be back and we'll try and do Melchester Odyssey next time. Thank you very much and Happy New Year. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.